This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Hey, everyone. This is Larry Port. I'm the CEO of Rocket Matter. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast. I am here with the very first guest ever on the 10-Minute Law Firm Podcast many moons ago. It's Tom Lambot. Hey, Tom. Hey, Larry. It's great to be here. Oh, it's great to have you. So, Tom is an old friend of mine. We go way back. It, what the hell is it that you do again? I can't even remember. I help people with their computers. There we go. <laughs> Just kidding. So Tom is actually the CEO and founder of Global Mac IT. And apparently he spent the first eight years of his life in Belgium, which is the, I, new to me. I did not know this. So um, welcome, Tom. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. How about you? Doing pretty well. So Tom and I talk a lot about like business ideas and this and that. And, you know, we're both in strategic coach. We've been in the same like mastermind group. So uh, lately, Tom, you've been telling me a little bit about something called essentialism, which is new to me. So uh, what is essentialism and, you know, uh, what, so what is this thing? So the essentialism, when we're referring to it, is, is kind of a mindset and approach to life and all that. But what I'm really talking about uh, is the book titled Essentialism, uh, and it's by Greg McKeown. And it's, uh, it was my number one favorite book out of 2017, hands down. I think I had 30, 40 books that year. And I, I've since read it you know, two, three times, and I'm going wow. to my fourth reading of it now. Oh, that's very cool. All right. So what are some of the kind of core ideas um, espoused in, in this book? Yeah, the, you know, it's called, in a short sentence, it's the disciplined pursuit of less. And so by taking the approach of removing everything that's non-essential in your life, you know, you can reduce so much noise, help you give back, add more value, enjoy life more. You know, it's just making, helping you make your highest contribution towards the things that really matter. And, and you have to develop a conscious awareness of all the ways that you're pulled right now, because if you don't prioritize your life, someone else will. So it's kind of taking that, that mindset to taking control of your life, simplifying and, and being able to put more energy towards what you love to do. Okay, so this is, it, it's kind of interesting that there's a lot of this uh, in the ether. So you have like kind of Marie Kondo, who writes, you know, she's the spark joy lady. She writes all about like the, you know, tidying up and getting rid of all of your stuff and really like only using a core set of things. Um, and then, but it sounds like this is similar to that, but not with your closet in your house. This sounds like what it is in terms of like everything, your responsibilities, your life, your work. Is, is that correct? Do you want to yeah. like kind of elaborate on that? Yes. I got to tell you, I have an ear to ear grin right now because this was not scripted. I have four bullet points of notes in front of me. One of them was very aligned with the Marie Kondo approach <laughs> without, <laughs> hugging, okay. without hugging each item of clothing and rolling up your socks a specific way. Um, so yes, it, it's definitely, you know, very alike on a similar parallel, but instead of like, you know, an approach of all the stuff and all the crap that you're holding on to, it, it's applying that approach to life, but in your business and your personal life, you know, and kind of how, how you choose to live and how you, your, how your days are run every single day. You know, are, are you in charge of your day? Do you have a clear specific outcome that makes its highest contribution? And if you can do that seven days a week, you know, in your personal life, you know, to your kids and your spouse and in your business uh, and, and in your law practice, 
Uh, I mean, it's definitely aligned with the lean, you know, methodology. Again, it's getting rid of all the stuff that's not that important and really highlighting the few key activities that make the biggest impact. That's awesome. Yeah. Value versus waste. I, I gotta be honest. I, every day uh, I have this like weird planner that I use. I've actually posted about it and stuff before, but I write down the top three priorities that I have. And it really saved my butt yesterday because I don't know what happened to me. Either I didn't get enough sleep or I exercised too much or I didn't eat enough, but I was like lightheaded and like fumey the whole day. Maybe not the gasoline I was sniffing, but if it wasn't for those three priorities, I like wrote down in the beginning of the day, I would never have been able to like cross the finish line on any of those things. And let me ask you a question. Like, in terms of essentialism, and, and you read this book, it obviously had an impact, and you've reread it. So, how did it impact you personally? Could you give us like specific examples of like how it may have implemented, or it, how you may have implemented it in your life? Yeah, well, one of the biggest ways is the same thing you've done. Just just kind of how I plan my week, and it, there were multiple you know different sources that all kind of came together and 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 mended into what I use now, but. My entire week starts with one hour at Starbucks. My only outcome on Monday is to plan my week. And if I do that, it's a success. And so it's, you know, getting everything out of my head and then prioritizing it. So I've got, a, you know, specific steps I take to, to get to that end. Um, but I know at the end of Monday, the five most important things. If I make, get these things done this week, I'm going to make the biggest absolute, absolute impact, you know, move the needle uh, in, in the best way. So then I, I set, you know, I schedule my days based on priority first and not the noise and all the things that pull for your attention and your email and phone calls coming in and requests from your team and all these things. It's so, uh, you know, I got to be honest, like starting the week at Starbucks. I mean, I, I do a weekly planning too, but the whole idea of just like starting it there, like makes me happy. I like that idea. <laughs> so, um, like, let's talk about, um, how is it like kind of, uh, how does it lead you to think about your work? And, you know, you, you do this work with um, Mac using law firms and stuff. So, so has, has it like bled over in how you think about the service that you provide? I don't know if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, in a huge way, the, this year we're actually, we've actually broken away from serving just Mac using law firms, you know, before that had 10 to 50 users. So it was a very, very specific niche. Uh, and then we've got some, uh, a couple of products just for the Mac using attorneys, all of them, right? Whether it's a solo attorney, um, but most, the, the biggest jump is into a market that, which is now all attorneys. So not just Mac users. And what was really cool. I That's a major shift, man. That is a major shift. I mean, it's literally hundred Xing the amount of impact that I can have on, on the marketplace. And what, one of my life goals is to, you know, I, in, in our, we, we both use the pocket planner, right. By strategic coach, you know, uh, but a lifetime, lifetime goal I've had for years is impact a million people. And so I, I, I started searching, how can I do that? You know, how can I spend more time, make a bigger impact? And, um, but when I was reflecting on the tool that kind of came out of that shift, I, I see that there's a lot of the concepts and ideas from essentialism really built in directly into some of the tools. Um, but I, I had a, an aha moment just, uh, just last week when I was rereading this book and I was like, wow, so much of what I had learned years ago that kind of made its way into my psyche has now come through and birthed, you know, this new you know, kind of framework and process that I'm going to bring to the legal industry. So, you know, it, it was a really cool aha light bulb, like, wow, yeah, I read that. And, you know, here's what came out of it years later. So. Well, can you 
dive into that, just uh, peel that one a little bit more for me so I can like really understand it. So, you know, you have some sort of new framework or process that you want to roll out um, and impact these million people. So what is that? And can you just describe what that looks like? Or is this like um, pulling the curtain and revealing the wizard? No, no, we've slowly been uh, rolling this out and kind of to the marketplace, you know, piece by piece. Uh, and, and so it's called the optimize method. And it's just a framework on what I've seen working with, you know, thousands of attorneys uh, over the past 13 years, you know, specifically solo and small firms, is that one of their biggest struggles is technology and how do they embrace it? You know, uh, with Rocket Matter, for example, I, I can confidently say that the biggest reason why you lose clients is because they don't take the time to just implement the basics. Oh yeah. Like the, if they completed a basic setup and identified the three features out of all the ones available that would make the biggest impact, you know, and that would provide the most value in using Rocket Matter, if they did those two things, they would get a huge amount of return. They make far more progress, you know, and and they wouldn't become what I call a tech hopper, which is one of those attorneys that switches products every six months, and you know they're always pointing the finger. But on their fourth case management software, you know, they still haven't seen the fingers pointing back at them, right? And saying, maybe it's how you're using and implementing and learning the software. Um, but oh, yeah. the essentialist approach is like, hey, you don't need to use every single feature Rocket Matter has. Start with the top three. Implement and learn those. Then pick the next most impactful to you, you know. And if you do that continually, you're going to significantly multiply the return you're getting on your technology. So that, that's kind of one of the mindsets and ideas that I've got baked into this kind of framework. I love it. So you, so you kind of like start small and expand from there, right? That makes a lot of sense. Talk to me as like, you know, friend to friend, if I wanted to kind of embrace some of the ideas, like where might I look first in my life to say, okay, maybe there's stuff I shouldn't be doing. Maybe there's stuff I should be doing. How would you advise me? Yeah. What's really cool about this process that, I, that I've created is I, I always had the intent of just helping attorneys. And, and I've been showing, you know, a few friends here and there that own their own companies and they see this like, wow, where can I sign up? And I was like, well, it's not really for you. It's just for attorneys. Um, but, you know, the, the couple steps to getting, the, the main focus is breaking through the ceiling of complexity related to technology that you have. That's a whole lot of words to say, you know, that technology guilt you have all the time. That's like, oh, I know I should be using more of fill in the blank. Right, Rocket Matter, Zapier, Microsoft Word, right, whatever it is. Um, but every time they go to take action, they freeze and they go, "Wow, there's so many options, so many things to choose from." Where do you so even many, start? Where do we even start? And and eighty percent of the time, you know, the easiest way is to boom, stop, not take action. I got other things to do. One day I'm going to get back and and really use this technology. So what one of the first steps that people can take is defining exactly what that looks like to them, really optimizing and creating a, a specific vision of what a cutting edge law firm looks like to them. Cause it's, it, everyone has heard cutting, I want a cutting edge law firm, but it's different for everyone. So they've got to get really clear and define what that is. And that's really the first step. You know, if you're going to take a trip, okay, where are you going? You know, are you packing snow coats or swimsuits? Huh? So yeah, visualization sounds like a, a, a an interesting thing. Well, I'd like to take a look at this. So the book is Essentialism and it's by, what is the name of the author again? Greg McKeown. Greg McKeown. All right. Well, Tom, hey, thank you very much for uh, being with us today and sharing your, as always, interesting perspective on things. If someone wants to get in touch with you, how should they do so? 
uh, they can just go to optimizemethod.io and they can sign up. They can get in contact with me directly that way. And uh, we've also got a Facebook group community for people that share this kind of mindset and ideas that they can join. Awesome. Tom Lambot, everybody. Thank you so much, Tom. You're welcome. This is the 10 Minute Law Firm Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.